The Bull of Heaven As the gods gathered together from all the places where they were, Ishtar told them about the desecration of the cedar forest and the killing of Humbaba by the mortals, Gilgamesh and Enkidu. And her greatest fury was toward Gilgamesh because of his insult to her and his rejection of her love. Father Anu, I will have vengeance and you must help me. What is your plan, Ishtar? asked her brother Enkidu, god of the earth and the affairs of men. Father Anu will create the bull of heaven. The bull will then descend to the earth, to the city of Uruk. It will demolish everything. It will trample all the people. It will kill Gilgamesh. I will do nothing of the sort, said Anu. Ishtar, my daughter, you have asked for this insult. Why does it upset you so much to have your evil deeds laid out before you by a brave man? I will have my vengeance, father, Ishtar's fury increased. Shamash now opened his mouth and spoke. Great Anu, powerful Enlil, uh, heir of the deep waters, hear me. It was I who sought the destruction of Humbaba. It was I who planted the idea in the brave heart of Gilgamesh. For each year, after all my toil in ripening the grain, Humbaba destroyed it. He burned it. To all the mortal people whom I love, Humbaba was an enemy. He destroyed their houses. He filled the skies with smoke and soot and dark clouds, concealing my face. Who else could have destroyed the monster but Gilgamesh and his noble companion? The god Enlil roared out with rage, and with his breath the seven winds tore about this way and that. O Shamash, seeing that you go out each day to shed your light on the human race, why don't you go down and join them? Are you god or immortal? Why should you turn on us to protect and help them? Ishtar's voice rose to a shriek. Father Anu, create the bull of heaven. Otherwise, I will smash down the doors of the underworld. I will let them stand open so that the dead will rise up and join the living. They will be more numerous. They will eat up all the food of the living so that there will be famine on the earth. The gods turned away their faces in dread, and Anu created the bull of heaven. The bull roared through the gates of Uruk, smashing them as though they had been made of straw. Hearing the clamor, a hundred workmen rushed out to defend the city, and the bull mowed them down, trampling them. Two hundred men met him with staves and with clubs. These he gored piteously and tossed them aside. He surged onward through the streets, past the temples, through the gardens and groves of trees, uprooting them as he went. Women screamed and hid in dark corners, clasping their children to them. Three hundred warriors now came out with spears and swords to meet the awful beast, and Enkidu, too, heard the uproar. He saw the lightning flashes that were struck from the pavement by the bull's bronze hoofs, and he rushed to join the fighters. Seeing him, the bull rose and plunged toward him and sought to gore him, and Enkidu met him with, met all this with his own mighty horns. For a time he held the creature back. But lightning surrounded them, and he fell. Then he saw the bright spear of Gilgamesh, the spear with the handle of gold and lapis lazuli. It sped through the air and struck the beast in its throat and remained there, poised and glittering. Again the two friends stood together and fought side by side. The bull seemed indestructible, and for hours the battle raged. The people watched and whispered, What mortal men could prevail against such a beast as this? But now Gilgamesh danced before the animal, luring it with his tunic and his bright weapons. Enkidu thrust his sword deep between the nape of the neck and the ho of the horns and killed it. A wail of anguish split the air. Looking up, the heroes saw the goddess Ishtar crouched up on the high wall above the city. She uttered a curse upon them. Woe to Gilgamesh, who has dishonored my name. Woe to Enkidu, who has killed the bull of heaven. 
In his wrath, Enkidu wrenched off the right leg of the beast up to the thigh. He hurled it to the top of the wall where it lay before the goddess. May you receive this offering in your face, O terrible Ishtar. There was quiet in the town, and morning. Gilgamesh called together the artisans and the tradesmen, and he divided the carcass of the bull among them. To the butchers he gave the meat, to the bronze workers the hooves, to the jewelers and the craftsmen in stone he gave the great horns that were made of lapis lazuli and weighed two talents each. To the furriers he gave its pelt, and to the ivory workers its teeth, and for every part of the marvellous animal had been made of some precious stone or other rich material. As to the entrails of the bull, these he put into a pot, and he seasoned them with the most fragrant of herbs and spices. He set them over an altar fire, so that the pleasant odors might reach the region that the gods inhabit. O oh, great Shamash, accept my prayers of gratitude, my thanks for your protection, for otherwise my friend and I surely would have been killed.